Recording, one, two, yep, good to go, perfect. So, wait, 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 hold up, hold up, right. what do you mean quick serve, Mike? Well, you know. Is that all the faith you have in me, man? Well, you know, sometimes your uh, tastes leave a little to be desired, you know, like Olive Garden you think is real Italian food, so, you know, I'm thinking you're, uh, you're not gonna, you're not gonna. I apologize, I can't afford Fazoli's. <laughs> Hold on a second. Let me let hey, me chime dude, in Olive here Garden because is good, I'm gonna, man. What are you talking about? I'm going to take Jason's back. There is nothing the better than a hot bowl Zupa, of soup. That's Toscana. right, brother. Stop it right now, man. On some salad and the chicken uh, sca- yep. or chicken scampi. Oh, yep. yeah. But 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 I do have that email that I have not utilized yet, and I'm going to wait till I get back from my trip. Uh, that amazing recipe that you sent me. Mike. Oh yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah. Is that, I believe it's oh, yeah, a family yeah, yeah. recipe. Is that's, it not? Yeah, Your that's mom's? my mom. And you know, it's funny because when I was asking my mom for that, she says, "You know, she says I don't have a recipe. She says I just make it. She says I was taught by my grandmother. She was taught by her grandmother. And there's no recipe. You just kind of know what you're doing, and you just kind of throw it out there. Isn't yeah? that funny how that works? You know, my grandpa makes the most incredible potato soup, and he said the same thing. Ooh, that sounds good. It's it's amazing. It's it's the best in the world, and not 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 and, uh, not to bring it down a notch, but the one yeah. regret my wife has is not learning how her mother cooked so well from you know uh, from before she sure. passed away, because sure. you know her mom was a fantastic cook. Believe me, I, you know uh, I loved her cooking, and that's one of her regrets. So uh, yeah, and I, is I, your I wife cook now? What's that? Is your wife cook? So getting back to tonight's episode. <laughs> Oh no! Oh no, <laughs> Laura, don't. No, listen. Don't I, I, do listen, it. I, listen. I, I, in all honesty, my wife does a heck of a lot in this house. She holds the fort down. She works. She takes care of the kids. She runs around like a lunatic, and she does her best. And in her defense, my kids can be the pickiest eaters sometimes, and she can make something that I find is right. absolutely fantastic. And the kids are like, I don't even like it. They didn't even try it, and they're already. I don't like it. So. Well, the one thing I got to give Kate, Katie's not a cook either. Like when I met her, she didn't cook anything. She wouldn't cook like a pizza in the oven. You know what I mean? But now she's gotten to where she she does good. She'll make like spaghetti. She'll make stuff like that. I'm the chef in the house, but I grew up an only child mm-hmm. and it was just me and my mom. And so I had to cook. I didn't have a choice. Right. You know what I mean? Like she worked two jobs, went to school. So I was like, yeah, yeah, I learned to cook because I want to eat. Um, and then in an Italian house, man, you learn to yeah. cook. You learn yeah, to do absolutely. that stuff, you know. But I listen. I give her all the credit in the world because she does her absolute very best to try and put meals together for us, have dinner on time, and have dinner as a family, which is very important. But uh, but you know, when you have kids that can be picky eaters, sometimes it can be challenging. You know what's cool too is we're talking about food and. We're getting close, man. We're like a couple days away from ADRs. No, you know, we we've been obviously each episode we kind of promote the Disney Dads cruise coming up. But hey, there are people that aren't going on the cruise that are going to be with us down there for the meetup. And we're at that date now where you're going to start, especially when this episode drops. We're going to be at those dates where if you're going to be down there hanging out in the parks with us, you should probably have some reservations already. Yeah, I mean it's coming up like two days uh, for us. We'll be we'll be making starting to make those ADRs, and I know a lot of other people are planning them and getting them going. And I I, I think we can go ahead and say since people are going to plan, uh, we're officially going to announce that um, the Disney Dads Family Meetup is going to be on the 16th. Um, it's a Tuesday, and uh, it'll be eight o'clock, and we're going to be doing it at Wilderness Lodge at uh, at the uh, Geyser Point Bar and Lounge. Yep, yep, Geyser Point Bar and Grill. <laughs> yep, yep, right there. So we can sit, we can watch the uh, fireworks from Happily Ever After. They pipe the music in. Everyone has plenty of room to move around. And uh, so people come out, hang out. The families and everything. This is this is all, all everybody. So come out, hang out, and uh, let us say thanks and get to know you a little bit uh, there in person on the 16th. 
Sounds like fun. Can't wait. You want to pull us in the episode? Yeah. <clears throat> this is, uh, guys, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm probably not excited about, I'll be honest with you, I'm not excited about this episode as I should be because I know that my, my ideas are going to take a backseat to you incredible geniuses over there. So, but that being said, I still think it's going to be a lot of fun. And I was really looking forward to this all week long. And and here's the here's the best thing about it is we are going to um, if you guys uh, stay tuned to the end of the show we're going to incorporate you guys into this episode um, on our Facebook group and I'm super excited about that because I love interacting now I do want to open this up also and um, for some people who aren't on Facebook or you know just choose not to be um, this is open to email too or if you even want to text us. You know, this is fantastic. This is a great opportunity for you guys to interact with us. And what we got going on today is one of my top things. I know you guys, it's food. And making our own restaurant at a designated park. Mike chose our parks for us. And uh, let's get this show started in three, two, one. Round one was over. (laughs) Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep! Gentlemen, start your engines! To infinity and beyond! There's a touch of madness around here. Hello and welcome to the Disney Dads Podcast. My name is Jason. Those two guys over there are Mike and Justin. And tonight we've got a fantastic, fun show for you guys. At least I hope you have some fun with it. I know I've been looking forward to it all week long. And before we get started, guys, I want to give some hellos to some of the new countries that have just been binging this. Awesome. I love you guys for that. Hello. We know you're out there. Thank you. Mike and Justin, how are you guys? I am awesome. I had a great day today. I had a really good day. You know, like when you have just one of those good days and you're just yeah. happy. I had a good day That's today. That's awesome. You know, like I had a good dinner. I cooked steaks okay. on the grill with asparagus and baked potatoes and corn mm-hmm. and had it was just it was good. It was just a was good it day. sunny? It was a little was cold. Sunny? Uh yeah, oh yeah. It was really clear today. But it got it got chilly last night. I turned the heat on. It got like I mean yeah. like twenty nine here, which is ugh, that's yeah, a lot that's for like us. 40 like below high of for like me. Yeah, high of like yeah. fifty five. Uh, but it, I'll tell you what, man, it was just, it, overall, it was good. Other than, let me preface this, trying to teach a six-year-old how to spell the month of February. <laughs> February. I don't say February. Do you all say February? I say February. Oh, we just call it the Feb up here. Yeah. <laughs> Another <laughs> cold month. Just, just, just February. Just, it's one more month in silly. front of my favorite time of year is spring. So who puts who puts that R in front of that B? That's ridiculous. That thing needs to be taken out of there. Dude, you're, you're talking February. you're talking to an English major here. Do you really want me to explain it to you? Do you want it in Jasonese or do you want it in English? So I'm, I don't. Jasonese Jasonese February would come off as uh, as, as filibuster. <laughs> it would be it would be completely different. So, but we still know what you mean. But other than that, my day Good, was man. awesome. Glad to hear it. Are your palm trees covered? Because you're saying it was in the 29th. Did you have to cover your palm? 
No, they okay. do fine. They do fine. Yeah, yeah. They're they're the the palm trees we have are zoned for like ten degrees oh. and higher. Yeah, you're zone three, aren't you? Or are you two? Uh, you know, I guess it's completely irrelevant, and I apologize for wasting everybody's tree. time on that. <laughs> we should stop this episode now and have the palm tree guy come on our episode. And he, he'll be able I'm to just curious. You know, I don't questions. get palm trees up here uh, in New York, so you know, it's uh, yes. curiosity. Uh, now, now, like you know, all the ones out by the pond, yeah. like the pond mm-hmm. we have, those I cut down to the to the ground before we get to this point, so they don't okay. freeze over. They're fine. But yeah, the palm palm trees, like mm-hmm. the big palm trees, they're okay. they're fine. They do okay. Good. Excellent. Mike, how are you doing, buddy? I'm good, I'm good. You know, I, Is that a Green Bay Packer hat you got uh, on? No, Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Okay. Pittsburgh Steelers. That's the team. Right. We're all on the same team when it comes down to yeah. it. You know what? I was just, there was nothing really. Like I was going to watch the uh, the playoffs this weekend. There's not really a team that I really wanted to see win. So I'm kind of like, eh, football's over. Yeah. Well, the fun part is both of y'all's teams can watch the games together at BW3s. Yeah. Well, here's the thing is, is when the pack is done, I'm done. <laughs> And I'm gonna. <laughs> the Packers and Steelers can just. Well, sit there are certain teams that I like to watch lose, like the Ravens, and you know there are certain teams that I like right. to see get beat. So, like those Cowboys, I'm hoping that they're. Make sure you send well, all that's... your hate mail to Mike. <laughs> yeah, we're losing fans by the we're losing our Disney family by the minute. <laughs> it's funny you say that because uh, you know I don't have a pro team. Growing up in Kentucky, we only have mm-hmm. college sports, which I'm like completely out of the loop with you guys. Other than playing Fanduel each week, I don't have a I don't have a pro team. And I told Katie, I said. I think I'm going to start cheering for the Cowboys just because it'll irritate more people than if I cheered for anyone else. So I think I'm going to become a Cowboys I think you fan should be a Patriots fan Ugh. because there are more bandwagon Patriot fans. <laughs> no, and he- here's why. Because I can go to Cowboys State. I can go, I can go okay. down to Texas, and it's not going to be freezing cold and go to yep. a game. I'm not going and sitting. Who builds stadiums that aren't indoors in the hey, Northeast? Man, the it's frozen the chosen, thing. baby. Lambo Field. You guys are ridiculous. You guys are that's just Bring bad planning, it. man. That's that's like opening day at Disneyland planning. It's oh, terrible. Like, what are you now. doing? Stop this nonsense. Mike, take us to where we need to go today before everybody turns the knob. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, guys, uh, I kinda threw this topic out there. This was uh, my idea. Uh, you know, everyone's got New Year's resolutions and people are saying that they want to start eating better and healthy, but we're going to put all that out on the shelf this week. And to the, tonight we're going to do one of my favorite things, and that's Imagineering, and it's going to be Imagineering about restaurants. Uh, my two favorite things, Imagineering and eating. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. So hopefully you guys will enjoy our show tonight. Uh, I assigned the other two gentlemen here uh, different parks, and tonight we're going to uh, take your assigned park and design your perfect restaurant that you would want in that park with location kind of food you're gonna have the ambiance the whole bit so let's start tonight with our buddy jason and we oh you're gonna start with me of course we're gonna start with you wow and i gave jason the task of setting up a restaurant in hollywood studios i did i did and um this is gonna be such an unpopular opinion guys but hear me out the Brown Derby's gone. I'm leveling it right out, right where Ooh, it's at. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And what I'm going to put there in its place, and I want to build a new restaurant, but I want to call it Walt's Legacy or The Legacy, and it's going to be a two-credit service. All right? You already have me. <laughs> Do already I, have uh, me. The Legacy? Okay. So you already, you put Walt what, what I want good. you guys to envision is, is I want you to envision something very upscale, something worthy of Walt Disney's um, legacy. I want I want your our, our cast members that our servers are going to be in. in I mean, we're talking crisp um suits tuxedo style suits they're going to be servers um i want uh, as soon as you walk in I, I just want it to be elegant when you walk in okay 
However, I don't want it to be bougie, and I want and I want mm-hmm. Walt and Mickey's um, touch uh, going across. I'm not going to give you too many of the visuals and what I'm seeing because I want to just leave that for interpretation for uh, you guys that are listening. But however, the the there's going to be I do have a small gimmick in there, and um, that is when you are seated. I kind of want to picture like. <sighs> Almost like um, if I could explain the Doom Buggy track, but it's an actual um, table. Let's just say like um, it's a rotating. It's going to be a rotating um, tables, but it's slow enough where you can just you can still walk on and walk off. Almost like the Garden Grill, how that turns, mm-hmm. except it's going to be just your section. Now, do you guys know the Garden Grill where it has the um, the bottom seats where you kind of seat and it's kind of intimate where it's like you're enclosed. Yep. Uh, okay, it's oh, yeah. going to be yeah. more of that private seating, but we're going to be rotating, and it's going to be that hour to hour and a half rotation. And what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to take you on a track that is a big Mickey head within, but as we go around each of the corners, we're going to have a different segment of Walt's life that's going to be an homage to him or a different segment of um, – uh, Disneyland. I'm not going to go through each individual segment. The reason I'm not going to is because I changed them so many times as I went through the day. But what I would like to do is that just kind of opens up the door for what would be amazing. You know, you mentioned the opening day of Disneyland. You know, how incredible would it be to come into a place where you actually are up on top? Now, if you picture um, Peter Pan's flight, where you you start and you go up, mm-hmm. where you're actually kind of going over the opening day of Disneyland. You know what I mean? Where it's actually like, you know, 3D models underneath where, you know, they're, right. they're you know, like doll-sized houses and, and whatnot. And then you could kind of just coast into maybe Mr. Toad's Ride or just different homages. Now, I would like for that to um, be set up where it could actually be changed, interchanged, just to keep the the, – the, so I got that elegance of, the elegance of uh, incredible food, incredible service, but yet I, I'm removing that bouginess from it by giving you a taste of – uh, what Walt would have wanted, um, you know, in the parks or around the area. So um, I kept it simple um, as far as that goes. I know it, it would be an expensive ride to create. The menu itself would be, um, I kind of wanted to bring a little bit of like um, Marceline to it, a little bit of California. So I think what I was going to do is just, I was going to have a rotating menu, much like your California grill, but I was going to, mm-hmm. but I was oh, going yeah, to yeah. Um, leave it at, um, my vision is having a guest chef for six months or maybe even like having us. Wow. That's so, a unique and then, idea. So he can design like the that. menu and yeah. and maybe that will be his claim to fame or maybe, you know, it's like, look, I was, I was chosen to be the guest chef for the six months. Then he can get personal reviews from people for his own personal resume. So, uh, and they could create and, and give them the flexibility to go ahead and create what they want. And that would be the menu. So, anyways, that's uh, that's it at Hollywood Studios. I know it's simple, guys. I didn't really go into it. I mean, I could have took the time to just <clears throat> went through every single um, scene. But the thing is, is there's so many people out there that are listening that can envision what I'm envisioning. But put your own scene in there, you know. And I, and and Dude, I, I would and it. that would be something I, I would just love to to hear about. But I love the ride aspect of it. I would love to um, incorporate a slow people mover, you know, with, uh, I, I don't know, guys. But anyways, that's mine. I can't wait to hear yours now because I was simple. Think think about this too, man. Like, <clears throat> so when I'm when, when you're saying your ride, like, that one, you say Walt, and I think that's the perfect part to put Walt in is there in Hollywood Studios 
Dude, there used to be this place that I remember as a kid going to in Louisville, Kentucky, called mm-hmm. a restaurant called the Spaghetti okay. Factory, right? And you would go and you would sit in different areas of the restaurant. So, like, one area, you might be in an old 1900s jail. Another one, you might be in an old carnival okay. car, like, that went around a Mary or, or, or a sure. Ferris wheel. Like, you went through all these different things. Dude, think if you could go and you were sitting in, like, w- the train car where Walt sure. fought up How Mickey. How cool would that be? Yep. You know what I mean? Or you're sitting in Walt's office, and you can look out the window, and outside they have, like, the diagram, you know, where you're looking out over the studio there sure. itself. You know, like, like stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, we could have a lot of fun with it, like man. I mean, be- we could r- really have a lot of fun. How fun would it be to um, give the chef, pair the chef up with an Imagineer, and as that six months yeah. of the previous piece of person is there, they are planning for what they want, and then overnight it's shut down for the weekend. And then you just – everything is put in place and everything's ripped out and put back in. I know that would be an impossible – I mean – You could do it with screens. Well, I mean you sure, could do it with screens. screens. Yeah. Most of it. You know what yeah, I mean? we could augment reality. And that way it would be a simple transition yeah. and it's just right there. And something you – know you know where your idea is awesome is something that Hollywood Studios needs in my opinion? Dude, a steamboat mm-hmm. really meet. Yeah, would that be fantastic? Like, like you do it like you do with sure. the Beast at the end of Eat and sure. Be Our Guest? Can you match at the end? You go line up and you get to you have a picture, and everything's black and white in the room. How about how about Everything. a? See, this is where like I know I love technology, but how cool would it be to have a CG of Walt Disney behind you while you're personally meeting Steamboat Willie and getting that picture with a interactive Walt Disney and Mickey Mouse? Yeah. You know what I mean? Where I mean, look, I, I don't know if that would people maybe someone would think that would be creepy. I thought it, I think it would be fantastic. Not me. I, I would love, love to get a picture with Walter himself. Look, they put Michael Jackson and all those uh, at, like Tupac mm-hmm. as the uh, as the holograms sure. and do sure. concerts. Dude, I would go watch a hour long show of Walt Disney giving yeah. a talk about just the Disney Company with like old archive sure. footage and 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 stuff like that yep. in a heartbeat. Like that that would be I it would be a must do fast pass for me every sure. single time sure. I went. Yep. And that's what your restaurant is. That's why it's amazing. Like because you can go in there and you're getting Walt, you know, up front, and you don't get that many places in in, in the park. Well, I could have went down the MGM, which I I thought of really considerably. You know, I, mm-hmm. I really wanted to do like incorporate some movies into it or something like that. You know, like maybe the great movie ride meets um, whatever, just kind of putting everything together. But I always tend to lean where I want to tip my hat to the man himself. You know, I just that's where I, my mind always goes. It just I want to give him the homage that he deserves. Yeah. Well, you're so a few you, short man. feet from where the one man dream was. I mean, it's, it was right there in Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Yeah. So that, Did they get rid of that, by the way? No, it's still there. Yeah. One man's dream. Okay. Yeah, it's still Which there. is yeah. I'm, they stopped doing the animation academy. Oh, that was okay. where Galactic Bay was, wasn't it? Uh, yes. So the one man's dream, you know, there's a lot of people who don't ever go in there, which blows my mind. I always do. I mean, I do this is, a, this is, this is incredible. The full scale mock-up of the poly. I mean, it, it, everything is in there. It's incredible. You've got to get in there. Well, and also here's, here's a little fun thing. And most people don't know this is if you'll go to the cast member at the beginning of at the start of one man's dream and you tell them you would like to become a citizen of, mm-hmm. of the day. Then you can go through one man's dream, and then at the end you'll get to a cast member right before the theater, and you'll answer a few questions about Walt, and you'll actually get a certificate. Yeah, and, and, uh, and saying they, that yeah, saying that's that you did. and that's a keepsake for free. They used to give yeah, a pen, free. That's, but that's they don't give the pen anymore. Yep, so, yep. But, 
Now it's a certificate. But, you know what? Yep. but they write yeah, your name awesome, on it, and, you know, something cool for the kids it to is. have. You know, go go have some fun with it, guys. That's at Hollywood Studios. I wonder why so many people bypass that. Hey, Maybe I'll, because it doesn't have like because a... it's such a small entrance. I mean, it's like there's so because they're heading to Toy Story. Well, it used to be they were heading to uh, Midway Mania, right? You know, or you walk right past. Um, I believe that's where is it, or does it go to Star Tours? Now you go straight into Toy Story okay. that way. So you walk straight past and you go in straight right to the right to Toy Story. Well, I, I, it's never really crowded in there when I get in there. So, well, the the whole problem with it is is Disney marketing is the you have to realize the majority of people who go to Disney are there for the attractions, not for the history of of why the attractions are there. So people go in and they see it and they say, "Oh, this is neat," but you know what? We this has been a vacation we've been planning exactly. for two years, and we want to get we want to see. You know, Slinky Dog and Alien yeah. Saucer and, you know, uh, Tower Terror and all this, and we just can't make time for that. Whereas the three of us, look, I'd rather spend an mm-hmm. hour in there than do a lot yeah. of things. Let me tell part. you, I've got a perfect solution for this. Disney, if you're listening, because I know we got some Imagineers that are listening, and I know we got some Disney cast members, uh, executive almost, I believe. Just move it into, we can divvy it up three ways. And you got your office, I got my office, and Mike's got a perfect little section over there in his garage, and we'll just move all that stuff over to our house. You can close that place. If you'll just give me Walt's desk, if you'll give me Walt's desk that he carved his name into, I'll take care of it, man. I just want to touch it, man. (laughs) Just let me touch it. it. Come on. I got it. Uh, I'd be willing to bet if you put a sign outside there, five-minute wait, and people would think that it was an attraction, you'd have triple the amount of people going in there. You know what? That's that's brilliant, Mike. Maybe they should do that. They should really do that. Mm-hmm. Well, no, you know what they should do is they should, at the end of that, put one of the most desired meet and greets. But you have to walk through it to well, get Well, you know what? What was the meet and greet that I did at the end of that that nonsense? I met that um, Star-Lord. Did you do? Oh, you met Star-Lord? I like Groot, though. Groot's <laughs> oh a cool God. meet and greet. Star-Lord, wow. though, is... He's, and, I don't like any... I don't like any face meet and greets though. I don't like this, any of the like unless, ones where you're like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this guy was like, I'm like, I'm like, really, dude? Come on now. Anyways, yeah, yeah. it was. I, I was cringing inside meeting him because he was just out of his time and out of his element. I think. But um, yeah, I I love your idea, man. I think I think it's I I think I think it's, it's great. Cool. Yeah, really definitely. Do. And Hollywood Studios, you know, I gave you that park. I knew you'd knock it out of the park. Uh, definitely needs an upgrade when it comes to some of the restaurants, uh, Justin. I know there's a particular park that's one of my favorite parks, and it def- desperately needs a better sit-down restaurant. So I can't wait to hear what kind of justice you do for Magic Kingdom. So when this first started, and you came up with this idea, because this was all you, uh, and you assigned the parks, this was the last park <laughs> and that I was, wanted. And it was funny, because I, I, that was the one I wanted. I wanted MK. Yeah, Jason and I were talking on the phone, and Jason was like, I, I wanted MK, and I was like, I wanted Hollywood Studios. You could have switched. And uh, so we ended up oh, backwards. Right. You know what, though? I kind of like it, because they probably drew out their creative right. juices a little more, because we had sure, to think sure. about it more, yep. you know what I mean? Um, look, here's here's my problem with Magic Kingdom. I love Magic Kingdom. It's, you know, it's, it's the heart and soul of Walt Disney World. It's the place where everyone, if they're going for one day, is going to go. They're not going to go to a different park. With that said, I think it has some of the worst dining options of any of the parks for sit-down sit down service. But gosh, does it have the best opportunities. When you gave me this, it wasn't the fact of trying to figure out what to do. It was to try to figure out what not to do. Because 
the opportunities are endless. Do I go Jungle Cruise and have an amazing Jungle Cruise uh, sit-down dining experience right on the water to where you're overlooking and you have, you know, of course you have Skipper Canteen there, but we can do better than that. Um, do I do Pirates like Blue Bayou at Disneyland? Do I go over into Tomorrowland and do we build something in Space Mountain to where we have a space type of experience to where we're taking a rocket ship up, uh, aka elevator, and then we're in space and we're looking out over Space Mountain there, you know, with all the stars and everything. But the more and more and more I thought about it and talked about it, it was apparent that there's only one signature dining experience that if you put it in there, it would be the most popular dining experience in Walt Disney World property. And that is heading over to Liberty Square, and you're walking in to Master Gracie's Tavern. Now, as you walk up, of course, you see the beautiful facade of the Haunted Mansion there. You go around back, you're greeted there by, of course, the same cast members that are in full butler, they're in full maid costumes, the same as you get when you're in the Haunted Mansion. You board an elevator once once your number is called. And you board an elevator, and you get in the elevator. There's photos in there, and as you ride up to the to the restaurant, the photos change from their past state, their alive state, to their current state, which is a happy haunt. And you, the doors open, and now you walk out, and you are here in this restaurant, and it is completely overlooking the ballroom scene with a two-way mirror so you can only see in it's not affecting the ride it's not affecting the attraction as people go by they can't see you but you're overlooking the ballroom scene and you're a part of this amazing attraction uh for me that would be absolutely one of the best and and of course your soundtrack is the organ playing you know you got that great haunted mansion backdrop for music you've also got the ghost host who pipes in and it'll check on your dinner, you know, check on how things are going. Oh, are things going well? Are you ready for the afterlife? You know, things like that. Um, I just, I think that whenever you look at dining experiences, how is there nothing for the Haunted Mansion? It leads itself to such amazing, cool experience. And I went a little bit farther with mine because I did think that the one thing the Haunted Mansion did that maybe a couple of the other ideas didn't have was taking liberty with the menu. So I want to read you a few things that I came up with. Of course, you've got the amazing gravestones, headstones, outside the Haunted Mansion. And one says, rest in peace, Cousin Hewitt. We all know you didn't do it. And, of course, you have Hewitt's butchered (laughs) filet. Nice. Dear sweet Leota, beloved by all in regions beyond now, having a ball. And you have Leota's sweet roasted pork. R.I.P. Good friend Gordon. Now you've crossed the River Jordan. Gordon's blackened sea bass. Nice. I'm already getting. <laughs> I know this is sounding <laughs> good. In memory of our patriarch, dear departed Grandpa Mark, talking about Mark Davis, and you have Father Mark's roasted chicken. And listen, we wouldn't be a, a, a loving podcast if we didn't include our vegetarian friends. At peaceful rest lies Brother Claude, planted here beneath the sod. Claude's Garden Medley, (laughs) there for you to order. Beautiful. And as you walk in, you've got an amazing 999 Spirits alcoholic drink there for you if you like it. You can order that. But here's the one thing I want to throw out. I love going to places like they do on the Disney Cruise Line to where I can go in and say, hey, I want an experience no one's Mm -hmm. had before. And so what I'm getting is this. I'm getting Constance Hatchaway's 
dead dining experience. And it's a six-course meal. Five of the courses are for her, of course, dear departed husbands that have gone away. And the, the last course is your dessert, and it ends with the Till Death Do Us Part wedding cake, which is brought to the table. And then as you leave the restaurant, you get an amazing experience of having your photo taken with Gus, Ezra, and Phineas, the Hitchhiking nice. Ghost. And that ends your time there at the restaurant at the Haunted Mansion at Master I Grace's love it. Now, I love it. 100% love it. I, in fact, I want them to start building that because I want to eat there in a couple weeks. Can I add a couple things there to it? Of course, I'd love. Yeah, definitely. That's why we do this. Okay, so I love that. I love love. Um, do you know when we're talking um, turtle talk with uh, mm-hmm. what's his name? Yeah, yeah. What if every one of the little tables had a small screen like that, where it looked like the ghost comes running up and goes, "Hey guys, what are you eating?" <laughs> and you would oh, have like a comedian element to it, where like, "Oh, you better eat those peas, pops." You know, where he could actually interact with everybody at Dude, the table and then switch they- to the next one. They do that on the Disney Cruise do Line they? with Br- yeah, with Bruce the Shark. He comes around from table to oh, table nice. on the things, okay. and he goes, or like, and, and and Turtle to, and and uh, and Crush comes along, and he'll go, "Hey, dude, what's your name?" And you'll go, "Jason." He'll go, "Hey, Jason, right. where are you from?" Nice. You know, and he like okay. has this, this constant interaction. I with would you. love yeah. that. Yeah, that's awesome. I love I love awesome, it when dude. they bring that, that element to it because it's it's um man that'll make a restaurant. You know, for me, like like just. Because you get a rolling and laughing in the Haunted Mansion. Come on now. How, how awesome. But I love that. I love that I would be there in a heartbeat. I, I don't know what to say. I was loving every minute of this. I mean, I, you couldn't have picked a better spot, better ride. Yep. Uh, Magic Kingdom. I knew I'd give it to you, and I knew you would knock it out also because they are so – that's one of the hardest parks to recommend a, uh, a dinner to somebody. You know, I mean, Be Our Guest is great. Royals Table is, is great. Yeah. But – just what an amazing, amazing idea to have the Haunted Mansion as a dining experience. That would absolutely be phenomenal. It would be one of those that if you're not up at that 180-day mark, mm-hmm. you're not getting, getting it. it. For years to come. Oh, I mean, it would be un- – because people are so diehard about this. And think about all the little things you could plant in the restaurant, like all the hidden gems. Mm-hmm. That you could plant in the restaurant that you know only people who know the attraction and know like the ins and outs would pick up on. Yeah, you know, I, I just I don't know. I think it would be really cool to see that attraction. They have the space. Get rid of Rapunzel's bathrooms. We don't need yeah. it. Put it. Have it coming in right through there and uh, and build this thing. Get it going. Yeah, that would be fun. Gosh, that would be fun, and it would be packed. Like you said, yeah. all the time. Oh man, why don't we? Wor- this is this. I I love. Doing why don't these we episodes? work for Disney? It doesn't make any <laughs> know, sense. Right? And instead, they're building more more at Epcot. Stop building at Epcot. Wow, what are you guys doing? No, we're just kidding. You guys are doing a great job. In fact, I am excited about the I, you know, we're not, we won't even go down rad hole, but I am getting excited for the new stuff that's being built. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting really excited for that new space restaurant at Epcot. That's the only reason, one of the only reasons I didn't go to Space Mountain, too. So I'm getting okay, excited about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting we're, pumped. We're getting a Star Wars restaurant also, right? We're getting a canteen in uh, Galaxy's Edge. Can, can I share we something with you guys since there. we're talking yeah. about a restaurant? And since I had Hollywood Studios, on our very first trip, I, in fact, I got the letter hanging right there. I got it from uh, Walt Disney's um, the corporate attorneys, okay? I sent them a real long, detailed letter. And in, in part of it, I told them to get rid of that nonsense, that singing thing in the corner there. Um, in Hollywood Studios, it used to be, what is that popular singing show? I can't believe I can't for The oh, Voice. American oh, the American Idol, Idol yes. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, said, yeah, yeah. get rid of that and give me an exact replica of Jabba the Hutt's cantina 
with a full band. I got it on the letter hanging behind me, man. I'm like, get rid of that and make that a restaurant with with you know with full animatronics. That'd be amazing. Job of the hut. Amazing. Everything. I mean, we're talking Han Solo on the side of the wall over there. But they told me like, we appreciate your ideas, but we don't use other people's ideas. We have Imagineers for that. Can you can you imagine though, like going in? Because the one thing that would be cool is letting the cast members then uh, play the part. Be fun. What What do you have? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like having that whole experience where you go in. Oh, oh yes. Gosh. Have Han Solo and uh, what is it, Grodo or what? What was his name? Guido. Gra- Guido. 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 We- no, none of, none of the- <laughs> <laughs> it's Greedo. Greedo, not Guido. Guido's Jersey Shore. Greedo is the guy from Star Wars. <laughs> I was like, hold on. You've lived there too long, dude. Hold on. It's Greedo. <laughs> God almighty. I, I, just, I, just picture, I just picture the whole time that... Han Solo is thinking he's going for the for for the for the blaster, and all he's doing is fist pumping. Really, <laughs> oh my god! He's not wearing a tracksuit in Cavaricis. He's a green guy. <laughs> Yet, wait till we get a hold of him. Anyways, Mike, that was fun, dude. I, I tell you what, I love Jason. I love your idea, man. I hope that one day we get something like that. At Hollywood oh Studios. wait I hope wait we get wait wait! Don't like, take nothing. This is about this is your track. I was just want throwing it in there quick, but well, I'm gonna say I hope we get something like mine at the Magic Kingdom. But there's a reason why Jason and I always go first when we do mm-hmm. shows like this. And when I talked to Mike on the phone today, I told him, I love these episodes, but we have to go first because Mike always makes us look bad because he's always got the most imaginative ideas. Yeah, but so I, I don't know. Mike, Coming up after that, the whole, uh, both whoa. of your ideas, it's, it's going to be a tough one. Let me one. pull the curtains back here. In fact, me and Justin were talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pull the curtains back a little bit because we have powwows, all right? We sit and we, we, we talk, and we'll actually talk business. What do we want to do for the show? What direction we want to go? You know, what, how much interaction do we want to put in the group, you know, for, for each episode? I mean, all this, we talk about all this stuff. And Mike brings this this stuff to the table, like our meeting that we had the other day. Was it last night? A couple nights ago. Yeah, it was two nights ago. <laughs> and I'm yeah. sitting there, and I'm like, okay, what do you got next? And then Mike just went, rammed them all off, and I'm like, Perfect! You got the next quarter. It was all Mike. I'm like, good. I watched a f- I watched a full episode of How I Met Your Mother while you guys figured out all the shows. It was great. Mike was just bringing. Them. I'm like, you know what? I don't even need to bring my ideas to the table. You nailed like, we them. Don't, we don't need Jason and I. Mike's no, got this. Mike's got it. He's rolling the ball. So Mike, embarrass it. me, my friends. All right, we'll do it. Your idea, of course, you had Animal Kingdom. I'm I'm gonna lead you in. Yep, Animal Kingdom. This was pretty easy, and of course, I assigned it to myself because Animal Kingdom is in desperate need of a good restaurant. You know, they have a few there. They have Tusker House. They have Tiffin's. But you know what? Mm-hmm. They have the land there. They have the property. They have the land, and they have the availability to have an amazing-themed restaurant. So I'm building a whole new fixture. I'm not taking anything down. I'm not adding. I'm building a huge three-story, three- or four-story restaurant in the middle of the Kilimanjaro Safari, and it's going to be only mm-hmm. a, like a almost a similar ride vehicle to get out to this restaurant. But it's going to be more than a restaurant. It's going to be a restaurant. It's going to be a lounge, and it's going to have a DVC lounge on the top level. So, what, what, so because you got to incorporate all three, you have to get more. Yeah. You need a people eater. Animal Kingdom with with Pandora gets very crowded. So, I want to have a spot where we can have a lot of people going. 
and have them really enjoy and sit back and relax in the park. Uh, this was pretty easy for me because the Animal Kingdom Lodge is one of my favorite resorts, as we've talked about before. So I'm going to try and incorporate some things from the Animal Kingdom Lodge into this particular uh, you know, re- restaurant, this dining experience. So my idea is going to be build this But I don't want it to be just a restaurant in the middle of the safari because the safari is an amazing ride. So I want this restaurant to blend in with the backdrop. I want you to be on the Kilimanjaro safari ride and say, is that the restaurant right there? Almost camouflaged into the ride so it doesn't take away from and doesn't commercialize what you're getting the experience on the safari. Because you don't want to do that either because a lot of people love the safari. So I want to have the exterior of this restaurant looking very similar to the exterior of like Jambo House or Kadani, which is the the hut-like looking villages that you see when you go over to the Animal Kingdom Lodge, uh, the actual resort. So I'm going to have your tram car bring you over to this this restaurant and you're going to come in on the main floor and it's going to look like the Rainforest Cafe on steroids. It's going to be a very similar kind of ambiance and decor, but not as cartoonish you know unfortunately the, the rainforest has very much of a cartoonish looking you know uh, ambiance i want this to be more realistic i want to have some animatronics i want to have some of that kind of stuff so your main level is going to be your waiting area it's going to be a staging area before you go up to your restaurant uh, once your table's ready you're going to board an elevator and you're going to go up to the next level and it's going to be a 360 degree uh, restaurant that's going to have views around the entire area of the safari so you'll be able to see live animals while you're having your dining experience and it's going to have glass windows it's going to have an outside patio area and that's going to be my main dining area and for dining experience i'm going to kind of do something i know they have it here i don't know if they have it down there i've never seen it in disney you guys have brazilian type dining we do. Yeah, we do. And actually, I've eaten at a bunch of those and absolutely love them, but I feel terrible about myself after I <laughs> Okay, let me explain to people if you don't know what a Brazilian-type dining is. What they have here, and we have a lot of them here in the New York area, it's they give you a flag, and you put a flag on a table, and you either have a red flag or a green flag. And as you're sitting down at your table, they'll come around with these huge plates of meats, potatoes, whatever your food is for the night. <clears throat> And if you have your green flag up, they'll come and just start putting food in your plate. Food in your plate, food in your plate. When you guys have had enough food, you put up the red flag and that's it. The waiters don't come around, they don't bother you, you enjoy your meal. If you want more food, you put the green flag up, they come around, we have a little bit of this, we have a little bit of that. And I don't think there are any restaurants in Disney that have that type of Brazilian dining experience. I've never I've never heard of, of this Brazilian dining. I, 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 never, never yeah, even so, knew it existed. So, a lot of times with this Brazilian dining, what's going to happen is, you, like I said, you put the red flag up and they don't bring any more food. You put the green flag up and they'll continue to bring around food. And it's not one waiter per table. It's uh, multiple waiters. They're hosts for the entire restaurant. So you not have the same guy every single time. One guy might come around with chicken. Another guy might come out with ribs. Another guy might come out with uh, pork. And you can either say yes or no. You know, they don't just dump food on your plate, but they won't bother you with the table service if you have your red flag up when you want food you put your green flag up and i've never seen that kind of dining in disney before and i think having the animal theme and the you know the meat and the potato kind of thing i think that would be a fantastic restaurant idea uh for that and i don't think there were any kind of those type restaurants there uh you know there's plenty of family style there's plenty of buffets there's plenty of regular restaurant style so i think something like this would play out really well uh in disney you know you get the most for your money 
a hundred percent. And I want to stop you for a second because I ate at one of the Jason. I ate at one of these. Um, we were in Puerto Rico doing a Disney cruise out of there, mm-hmm. and there was one of these places, and I'd never been to one before. And there's like a huge buffet with like all your veggie right. items, but dude, these guys came through with this massive skewer and this yep. huge yep. sword. And they just, if you have your green flag up, they'll go, filet? And you go, yeah. And they just take the sword and just and filet on your plate. Yeah, a lot of these places have a salad really? bar. And I guess they, they, they depend yeah. on you filling up on the salad bar and you don't get the meat. But, man, the meat is just endless. And it's kind of buffet style because it's all you can eat. It's as much as you want to eat, however long you want to eat. And um, you, you kind of, I think you eat more because you don't feel so bad going up to the buffet three and four times. You know, you don't see the same guy. No, so, you know, they're constantly just bringing food to your table, you know, and um, and it's different waiters. So you really don't feel bad because, you know, you have one guy bringing this, this guy bringing that, that guy bringing that. But I think that's what I'm going to go for my uh, type of food and type of restaurant. Uh, then what we're going to have is a elevator going up to the next floor in case you can't get a dining reservation and it's going to have a adult lounge and it's going to have an outside area with fire pits and i know one of my favorite things over in the uh animal kingdom lodge is using the night vision goggles to be able to look out in the savannah and check out some of the animals out there so i want some of those uh telescopes set up almost similar to the tourist attractions where you throw the quarters in you can see what's around but obviously not Mm -hmm. pay you know it's going to be free of charge if you're up in a lounge having a drink or sitting by the fire in a rocking chair or on a couch, you'll be able to use one of the telescopes or whatever they call those kind of scopes and, you know, check out the animals on the safari. I mean, they're there already. You know, you don't have to add animals. They're, you know, you're on the Kilimanjaro safari. And um, and then the top floor is going to be a DVC-only lounge because Animal Kingdom definitely needs to add a lounge, especially for DVC members. Uh, it's nice we have the one over in uh, Bay, uh, Bay Lake Tower. It's nice that we have the one over in Epcot, but it would certainly be nice to add a DVC lounge over to Animal Kingdom. Let me ask you: Would you would you be interested in incorporating Club Thirty Three in there? Uh, maybe as a top level on top of the, you know, okay. add another tower. I don't want it to be. Sure. I want it to be big, but I don't want it to be too big where mm-hmm. it really takes away from. You know, I don't want okay. to have a you know a tower in this Kilimanjaro Safari. But I also want it to be camouflaged in. So if you could add in that extra space, you know, throw that in there. Yeah, why not? Yep. Of can course. I can I add something, Justin? You and I have done the the Wild Safari track. Yes. And you have lunch at that pavilion. You do. Yeah. Mike, let me tell you something. Your open open pavilion idea of just being able to go out there and have a drink and overlook. That's probably honestly out of the one ten top ten places that I have felt completely relaxed and at peace was in that pavilion eating my lunch. Uh, in the, in the uh, how big is Savannah that pavilion? Isn't it amazing it's, out there? It's it's it's, it's, it's not, incredible, it, Mike. It's not huge, but it's big enough. Yeah, that was have like eight tables, maybe. It's eight, got eight or ten tables. Yeah, yeah. and you go like out a, there a, right, a normal park pavilion size. You know, it's little, um, and it's small enough where you really have to look over in the corner to see it. But it's big enough to where it houses everybody. So you know where mm-hmm. the flamingos are? There, it's right over past that. If you go up and around. Um, but the cool part is you're on the back side of the savannah, so a lot of the animals are just hanging out right there, and so you you get a full view of the whole well, savannah. I'm knocking it down, and that's where we put my restaurant. So I hope you enjoy. There you go. I hope you enjoy <laughs> it. Wow. It's gone now. Hey, you know what? Listen, that's that's a perfect spot right there. It is a perfect and, spot. And, yeah. And going to that, um, I love your idea with the um, being able to to use the mm-hmm. the telescopes and stuff. Of Can course. I throw one suggestion out there? Charge them a quarter and put it towards the wildlife fund. Oh, I like Disney that. Wildlife thing. 
But you have and to use people, your magic band. That's the thing. Cause, you yes, know, I do think that. <laughs> and, and, and at 10 second increments, you got to keep, keep ever, it. <laughs> I, I don't ever carry change anymore. Uh, hey, $75 to look through it. Can I put one huge request of in course. while you're building this? Can you build it in front of that silly uh, setting sun that they put back you, in the end of the You don't like that? There? Can you do that for me? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, oh, here's what I love about your idea is it incorporates everything the Animal Kingdom was, is, yes. and yes. was supposed exactly. to be, and, and you know all that, into one general place to where people can go and experience not only the dining, but be surrounded by that mentality. They can still teach wildlife conservation while people are having an amazing dining experience. And that's what Animal Kingdom is all about. And I, I love I love that aspect. And I love taking... Mm-hmm. You know what I really love, too? It's the fact that you're saying, hey, you're not just walking off a path into a restaurant. You're having to board a safari vehicle because that's the start of your mm-hmm. experience. The start of your experience isn't isn't arriving at the restaurant now. It's, it's all the way back there. Mm-hmm. So you're actually coming through, you're doing the safari, and then all of a sudden you're coming off separate and, and stopping there. Yeah, so you're almost kind of, I love that because you're almost pulling away yep. from the crowds where it almost kind of gives you that tension release. Like you're, you're distancing yourselves yeah, from yeah. the common folk, you know. You got, you got to go over to the exclusive restaurant over here that you have an ADR for. And I really love that because it's away from everybody and peace and quiet. I don't, look, when you're in a setting like that, even though you're in a bar, I don't see it being loud and rowdy. No. I think people are going to take it in. I mean, I really do. We're like, this is amazing. They're going to respect the animals around them because even though they might be 300 yards in front of you, you're not going to sit and yell like in, like a you know a hoodlum out at them. Well, it's going to be a perfect place, man. That's great. Get on it and get it done, dude. You know what's nice about that too is is if you're taking a ride vehicle out there, you can set the occupancy mm-hmm. to what you want for those particular areas. So if they hit us, if they hit a 100%. certain amount in that bar, you're not standing shoulder to shoulder, back to back. Done. You're not packed in there like some of those other yep. bars and clubs are. You want to go? Sure. Here's your wait time. Uh, here's you know here's a pager. Like almost like when you go to uh, Trader Sam's. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, listen, we might have a yeah, table yeah. ready in 20 minutes. We might have a table ready in 45 minutes. We might have you know. You can't go in there if it's over capacity. So when you have that away from the crowd mentality, so it's a little bit more exclusive. Mm-hmm. It'll be a little bit more popular, but you'll be able to set the parameters where we have a certain expectation of how many people we want out there, and that's it. You hit the max, and then it keeps it a relaxing atmosphere where you're not shoulder-to-shoulder club-type crowded. Well, and Jason will tell you, too, that like doing the um, the experience you know, with, with – uh, going behind the scenes there there's a lot of paths that the vehicles can take that the usual ride vehicles mm-hmm. don't take mm-hmm. uh, they actually take you off off some of those and you go back in backstage areas things like that and so there's areas back there to where these vehicles could park and these vehicles could stay to where they couldn't be seen so you could be transporting people and still not take anything away from the safari itself and all the people that have that have paid and, and want to see that safari so mm-hmm yeah, it's perfect. I love it's it. It's absolutely buddy. perfect. That was great, man. All both you guys were fantastic. I really enjoyed doing that. And here's what's beautiful about this show: is next time around, I'll take Animal Kingdom and 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 we'll we'll just we'll just do a round robin. Dude, I'm sitting here and I'm like, I know what I would have done with Hollywood Studios because I was thinking, I I was looking uh-huh. in Mike's eyes when he was like, okay, yeah. I'm gonna sign you guys, and I looked at him, and I gave him that look, like you would give a like like I used to give mm-hmm. girls in 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 middle school the dances, thinking she's gonna come dance with me. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it through my eyes here, 
and then she would just walk away disappointed that I even stared at her. <laughs> um, that's pretty much what happened with Mike again. He just said, nope, you're not getting Hollywood Studios. But I love yeah, but you know fact. what I I knew that and I knew that Hollywood Studios would be the perfect fit for you and, and Magic Kingdom would have been perfect for you <laughs> and I said you know you got to make it interesting because let's do it that way and I said yeah, you know what let's fun. challenge them a little Maybe bit and make it fun and it was fun I it love was it guys absolutely fun this, yes. these these were great these are all three restaurants that would be must dos for me on on multiple vacations so. I, th- I think you I think know the one thing. It. The one thing that I hope about this episode is you know a lot of us listen to these episodes when we're commuting, when we you know have some downtime. I hope that we encouraged people while they were in their car to think about these restaurants, visualize them in their head, think of what it looks like, have their own interpretation of what our descriptions were, you know, and thinking about what they would do. So hopefully with this episode we pulled that off a little bit, and I hope everybody enjoyed it. All right, so let me stop you right there. Let's hear a word from our sponsors. And when we come back, I'm going to tell you guys how you're going to go ahead and fit right into this show. Just because summer's coming to an end doesn't mean it's not time to travel. Make sure to get a hold of us at Away With Me Travel. Jamie and I are here to take care of all of your travel needs. Contact us at DisneyDads at AwayWithMeTravel.com to get all the information about the inaugural Disney Dads podcast cruise sailing July the 17th, 2019 with a double dip at Castaway Key. We can't wait to see you on board. And remember, keep on traveling. Justin, you know, I, I, gotta, I must add, that is an incredible commercial. Thank you. I lowered my voice a little bit for. Did you notice? That's incredible. That, it's that's the power of editing is amazing. <laughs> I'm telling you. Um, so, um, anyways, let's go back to back Neil to Patrick the show Harris here. Neil Patrick Harris didn't return my email to do the voiceover for me. So I'm I know, still, man. Still he must. That. I've just been texting him left and right. Like, I got his other number off the it. internet. Yeah. It was like it, I don't know. Maybe it's not his. I don't know. You say um, that, and but, here, here we're about to record two new ones, and there'll be something completely different <laughs> next show. So here we go. Right. So, um, so here we go. Here we got. Um, you guys have Epcot. And I'm talking about you guys as part of our Disney Dads family. I don't care if you're not on Facebook. Um, we're going to go ahead and start a thread on Facebook. And mm-hmm. we want you guys underneath that thread, tell me your restaurant, exactly how we just presented it in the show, what you would do at Epcot. And um, if you're not on Facebook, send us an email or maybe even send us a text or even call it in. That's cool. Yeah, Call definitely. it in and leave us a voicemail. Um, but, yes, Epcot is your guys. So, Embarrass me, <laughs> knock out of the park. Let me hear your beautifulness. Well, let me let me do this real quick because look, you finish Walt Disney World for us. You know what I mean. We want to hear your ideas. We love hearing your ideas and what you think about. Even if you think our ideas were silly and you say, "Listen, I wouldn't do that. I would do this instead." Let's hear those too. So yep. go ahead Fair and enough. post or give us a call three one seven W D W dads three one seven nine three nine three two three seven. Leave a voicemail, leave a text with your ideas, or you can email us at DisneyDadsPodcast at gmail.com. And we, uh, I tell you what, you don't have to just be on the Facebook group for us to talk about you on the show. You email, we'll talk about your ideas too. I'm going to go ahead and we're going to do trivia. Listen, you guys, last week, a lot of you nailed that. And with scheduling conflicts, I mean, even though the show dropped at normal times, we recorded considerably early and I wasn't able to get you guys out there. Justin, do you have any honorable mentions from last week that I can throw up? Yeah, you know, like uh, we, like I said, we recorded, edited earlier than we typically do. Want to give a huge shout outs to Laura Fee, uh, Delinda, and then of course Anchor, Amy, Aria, and Arjun. You all crushed it, like uh, like typical. You got it a hundred percent right. So uh, great, great job, and uh, we want to give you a shout on this show. Yeah. So I'm um, going on to this uh, last week's um, trivia. I actually went with a, a sound clip. 
And um, did, did you guys get that? I have point? zero idea what this is. Really? I'll tell you Sammy's I, guess. I have no idea. Yeah, what's Sammy's guess? Sammy thought it was uh, Carousel of Progress. No, it was yeah, Mr. Toad's she, Ride. She Ooh, and I've that. done that before, too. She's never done it. Man, I hope that was the right sound clip. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if it was the wrong one? <laughs> All right, so apparently there's a little bit of conflict here. <laughs> and um, <laughs> maybe, I mean, since we are recording, let me just pull the curtains back. Um, I, I, I thought it was Mr. Toad's Ride. Yeah. Guys, work with me a little bit. Now I, I'm, I'm hearing a couple different things here. So, um, let me let me ju- let me just say this, Jason. Jason uh-huh. comes up with it. The texts come to my phone, and so sometimes there's some uh, miscommunication between the two of us throughout <laughs> the week. So you know, sometimes the trivia just gets a little mixed up. So yeah. I just want to say everyone's a winner <laughs> this week, and we'll come up and we'll announce eventually what it was. Yeah, everyone's a winner. I thought it was Mr. Toad's ride. I never got an opportunity to ride that. I thought it was. I was going. I was having fun going down that rabbit hole, and um, I went ahead and I just pulled some sound from that. And maybe it wasn't it. I don't. I don't know. But I know it was Mr. Toad's ride video I was watching. So, anyways, guys, let's go ahead and knock out a trivia question for the family right now. Okay. I like it. What evil Disney villain's hideout is in the sewers of London? And you can text your answers to. 317-WDW-DADS, 317-939-3237. While you're doing that, make sure to go over to our website, www.disneydadspodcast.com. There you can find links to all of our social media, not only Facebook, which, of course, if you're not a member of the Facebook Disney Dads Podcast family, what are you doing? Pick up your phone. Go over to Facebook. Join the group. Create a Facebook account. You know what? We have people that create a Facebook account just to to join join our group. And and they've (laughs) become amazing parts of our family, and we've gotten to know them, and now they're cruising with us, and and they're Mm -hmm. hanging out with us, and they're doing all these great things. They're amazing people. Come over and join that group because that's where we get our pictures. That's where we talk about shows. That's where we do all this. We're interacting daily with all of our family. So go over and join that group. But you can also find all of our past shows. I remember one time I said, future shows that's you can't find those yet <laughs> but past shows uh and you can find walking with walt disney 8 away with me travel disney news all those great things that are over there so go check out that www.disneydadspodcast.com i do want to say one quick thing we haven't plugged the cruise in a while and the reason for that is guys those staterooms are almost gone uh if you are still interested in joining us on the inaugural disney dads podcast cruise july 17th 2019 on the disney dream for a double dip at castaway key you need to get a hold of Jamie and I immediately at Disney Dads Podcast at AwayWithMeTravel.com. Uh, go ahead, get a hold of us, and we will get you a quote to get you on board with us. Lots of great people going on that cruise. We're going to have a blast. Not only that, but if you can't make the cruise, certainly come down to Disney World and hang out with us. We're going to be down there quite a few days before we head out. So listen, call uh, Justin, call Jamie, get a hold of them. They'll be able to give you some quotes on some rooms. And I believe free dining is going on at that time, Justin? Free, free dining is going on right now. So if you're interested, you want to do stays longer than four days you need to get a hold of us and you need to uh to get that free dining taken care of so we'll get you all the details on that and i want to go into specifics um for specifics you can go to episode 25 of the away with me travel podcast and we talk about it for 35 minutes just to absolutely delight your ears with all the details of the free dining yes if you can't make the cruise definitely come come hang out with us away with me travel be happy to give you a quote on your disney vacation now, you were talking about the 
Facebook page. And one of my absolute favorite things on the Facebook page is to see all of your wonderful pictures. And that brings us to my favorite thing of the week, and that would be pictures of the week. Picks of the week. Picks of the week. It's time for us to get our picks of the week. Hey, Mike, before we uh, you pick for your um, picks of the week, um, normally I don't do this. In fact, I never have done this before. But, guys, I really wanted to share this, especially with people who are on Facebook. Did you see Rachel Spears' post that she shared of Amber Roberts' um, story that she posted in Run Disney 2019? Yes. All right. Uh, did you see that, Justin? I didn't. I ha- I okay. have to, I have to tell you, I have to admit I've been I've been a bad boy and I haven't really I know you've been busy lately yeah, and, I, I've been and I know that so haven't had Well a, listen yeah. let, let me share it with you okay cuz it's an awesome story. So Amber um she writes when I was 2 years and thank you Rachel for sharing this cuz I love this story. Um when I was 2 years old I met Snow White. Every single time I saw her until I was 15 she recognized me and knew my name, which is pretty incredible for a cast member by the way. And um She made my Disney childhood so incredibly magic. I haven't seen her in person since, but I knew she was now the fairy godmother. Today, I tracked her down and got to hug her neck. Best day ever. And they got pictures of um, when she was little, but then with the meat and when she finds out who she really is. It's, guys, what what an incredible cast member reunion with with, uh, a customer of the park. Um, what an, I just I, I just found that such an amazing story. How fun was that? Especially that cast member that's been there that long and uh, is is that memorable of a person. I mean, she deserves a shout out. So that's my cast member shout out for the month. Actually, is that woman right there? Not only that, I love but that. Yeah, how many people so they cool. interact with on a daily basis? Yeah, I'm telling you, man. So maybe she reminded her of maybe her niece or something where it was that was an easy catch. I never forget a face, guys. I'm terrible with names. I mean, I am absolutely terrible. And my memory with facial recognition is long. So, and I'll remember conversations that we've had years ago. And um, sometimes it gets me in trouble. I'm like, oh, man, hey, how did your dad do after that? Uh, he's like, who are you? <laughs> All right, then. Well, moving on, guys. So um, thank you for letting me take pause there and share that, Mike. I know uh, we wanted yeah, to get in picks of the week. So, well, why don't you continue with your pick of the week since you're Oh, you're going to let me go? Yeah, why not? Great. This why is not? super easy for me, and I felt so bad for this family because they got hit with the stomach flu while they were down there the Ooh. day before their last trip. Brittany Dukes. And um, and it was so bad that like, I don't usually like to send a lot of private messages. I send her private messages like, oh, my gosh, guys, I feel so bad for you guys because I've been there. I was at the Paul – I was at – excuse me. I was at Caribbean Beach, and me and my – well, m- me and both my sons got the stomach bug. And uh, me and my oldest son were – I never <sighs> thought I'd be telling my, my four-year-old, hurry up, because it was my turn. So – um yeah, it was horrible. So I felt so bad for them. There's nothing worse than being stuck out of town with the stomach bug. However, she posted some incredible pictures before mm-hmm. the family got sick. Um, she's got pictures of her daughter meeting Stitch. It looks like a couple princesses interactions. Incredible, incredible trip that she had. And this is Brittany Dukes. I don't know if I said her name. But Brittany, thank you for posting those pictures. I'm sorry you got nailed at the end of your trip. Thank you know, I mean, the silver lining was the end and not the beginning. But um, you, you got you got a great looking family, and thank you for sharing those pictures. Amazing, yeah. Her that, daughter's just adorable too. Oh, she's so cute. Yeah, look, getting sick at Disney's never fun. We've had Rye sick on a cruise before. It's never fun. But look, you keep it positive, and that's what you guys did, and that's that's the amazing thing. So uh, so I'm glad you had a good trip. Other than that, really really nice. 
Justin, your pick of the week? Uh, my pick of the week goes to not only the picks, but the post. And that's Kevin Beacom. And his post about his son, and uh, it's, it's a longer post. I don't, I don't want to read the whole thing, but he says, um, his trip over New Year's week with my little boy celebrating his eighth birthday, and his little boy is a nonverbal child with autism, on, on, on the autism spectrum. Um, but he said, coming around the corner, you know, he was a little upset, coming around the corner, seeing Mickey and Minnie, his face lit up. And just the fact of that speaks more than words. That emotion speaks more than words. Uh, and that Mickey and Minnie were so patient and so great. And look, absolutely love it, buddy. Hey, brother, so great. I'm so, so happy you shared that with us because stories like that is why we do this. Um, we love seeing those stories and we love seeing the way that those memories are made with those families. So thank you, man. We really do appreciate that. And that is my pick of the week this week. It's not just one picture. It's many, 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 many. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things when people who you know, and I'm sure everybody you guys know, that are your non-Disney friends, they look at you like, how do you go to Disney all the time? What's wrong with you? What's what, what, what's, so, what's the draw? Why is Disney? That's why. That's mm-hmm. exactly the reason why. Case closed. End of story. You're not getting that anywhere else. And that is 100% why That's we it. are Disney loyal. It's for moments like that. Yep, 100%. And, and the thing is, is the, the pictures that he caught, that was pure joy. You if you, could you end. imagine if we could bottle his facial expression in, into that emotion of pure joy? Could we, if we could bottle that, how how incredible that would be! I mean, that was a ray of sunshine caught on on tape. On excuse me, that was a ray of sunshine caught on film. Well, man, to, film, man, I'm really dating myself here. Oof. That was a ray of sunshine uh, caught Kevin, with a picture. Kevin, you've done photo Kevin, for us? Kevin, you've done two great things. You posted great pictures. Told three great things. Uh, great pictures, great story, and you made Jason really made himself really old there. Uh, he, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, for me, look. I think when Walt did all this, this all started with him and his daughters. You know, he wanted somewhere to take his daughters okay. to where he could have daddy-daughter time. And I think out of all the hundreds of billions of dollars that have flowed through the Disney company, it's pictures like that that he would appreciate the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%, man. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Now they're all Mike, crying. Mike, you're up. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, my picture is also another fantastic picture of the week, and this is from Jessica Johnson. And Jessica Johnson has a picture of her daughter with Aurora. And she was saying how uh, this is one of their earlier trips before they became regulars. I know all about those. It's been my daughter Disney experiences with the princesses that have really made our trips. And uh, I know where she's coming from. And that is certainly my picture of the week. Awesome. It's great awesome, awesome. Hey, uh, uh, under Cody Henson's uh, post um, talking about Cinderella's castle, Brian Smalley had his picture of his daughters with Aurora um, at the um, the dinner. Uh, what a great picture. That is such a great picture. Um, can I give a shout-out to our admin, Cheryl, who's down doing, yes, doing the definitely. run Disney? Yeah. Has she yeah. been nailing us with some awesome pictures or what? And then she takes pictures from the um, the Living with the Land. You know, I, Mike, I mean, that's, that's a, a, a huge, awesome attraction for me mm-hmm. and she takes an amazing picture of one of my favorite places on the whole planet and that's a picture of the farm on living in the land and it's a perfect picture so she's like speaking to me and mike's heart right here justin i know you're a fan of the ride <clears throat> but are you a super fan uh a super uh, probably not, not a super, super fan. i'm a yeah, super but fan I, but i really I'm a like super it. fan uh but hey i do want to take a second to give a mm-hmm. shout out and this is going to be completely uh anonymous but you know who you are 
I want to give a huge shout out to one of our dearest uh, Disney family members who is literally family to us, who got a huge promotion today. Oh, yes. Uh, a huge opportunity. And um, we're so proud of you. We're so proud of what you do. And uh, we look forward to where this new endeavor will take you. Um, so thank you so much for letting us be a part of your amazing new adventure. And, buddy, look, sky's the limit, dude. Keep going. I am I'm excited to watch your journey more than you know. And really, that's personally from my heart. Um, I'm proud to call you a friend. 100%. Yep. Very, very close Absol- to us. Yep. Absolutely. I could. I, you guys said it perfectly. I, I want to add on to that, but I also have to be careful with what I'm saying. So you know who you are. Thank you so much for being who She's you are. She's pretty incredible, isn't she? Or he? He. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, congratulations. Hey guys, you know, I had a great time imagineering tonight. I got my creative juices flowing. I am absolutely starving right now. So as soon as I get off with you guys tonight, I'm going to go pig out for a little while. My New Year's diet's out the window. And uh, I had a great time talking with you tonight. Hey, thanks, buddy. I Look, what a great idea. I love this episode. This was This was a lot of fun. I love any time that we can try to put our spin on the parks. And I also love the fact that we include the Disney family and they can put their spin on the parks too. So I had a lot of fun. You two come up with, with just amazing ideas that I would definitely book as one of my ADRs anytime I travel to the parks. Uh, and I am excited now to, now that we know the next 10 episodes, whoa, what's coming up, uh, I'm excited to get into these next episodes because we have so much fun stuff coming up for the Disney Dads family, and there's going to be some amazing, fun episodes. So, guys, thank you so much for tonight. I always look forward to Thursday nights and spending it with my two brothers here, and uh, I really, really enjoyed this. Thank you, guys. Well... I guess it's my turn, huh? It's all you. Hey, listen, I had a great, I had a great time with you guys. I look forward to it every week. Um, I do want to say this going into the new year, though. Now I don't have anything. Hey, listen, guys, have a good night. <laughs> Can't get up that easy. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, okay. Mm-mm. I have some incredible things planned this year. I don't like making it about me, but I know that people can be excited, you know, for other people. Um, I've got a lot of fun planned this year. I've got some some personal New Year's resolutions that I'm not really a big New Year's resolution guy, but there's definitely some things that I'm working on personally that uh, I'm excited for. And um, I hope everybody's just going to have a great weekend. And with that, thank you, gentlemen, for showing up tonight. I love you guys both. You know that. And um, I don't know. Let's. Uh, I think. I think we got a date after this, don't we? No, I've got to watch Game of Thrones with Katie. What? But you guys have fun. Love you guys. Good night. Meetings tomorrow. I'm going to bed. Good night. Oh, I guess I'm going to bed. All right. <laughs> Good night, guys. <laughs> Good night, guys. <laughs> See ya. From Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you, and remember, always keep it Disney. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the world... Uh,
that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions. You know, I don't talk to this this person nearly enough because, I mean, we're busy in life. You know what I mean? He always finds time for us when we're down, you know, when we go, when we're on vacation, you know? Or she. Right. <laughs> this person always finds time for us on vacation. What? This is one of these people that when you call, he'll always be there for you. Or she. <laughs> this is one of the persons that, um, you know what? I love you, man. Or ma'am. ma'am. <laughs> it's, that's, that's where you go, it's ma'am. <laughs> oh, I don't know how I'm going to cut that and how you that's You don't. You look. put it in at the end. No one's still going to guess. They don't have a clue. <laughs> Anyways, our, hey, listen, he's, a, he's, listen, this person's incredible. I mean, I, you, it, 